What's up, San Diego? It's me, the Weird Voice. Since we're at Comic-Con, I feel like I can finally say, I've been Batman the whole time. Swear to me, it's the Adventure Zone. like three minutes of show you don't get. <laughs> oh, wait. Magic potion. Um, Jesus, I've got a timer. We are so fucking bad at timing out this show, and we always have to, like, spoiler alert, the last ten minutes are going to be like, uh, and then the boss shows up, and you kill him, he's dead. We've got a, I've got a timer here, and it's actually, I just realized, the most stressful imaginable <laughs> object. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Adventure Zone. Thank you for coming. Uh, I, I would like to go ahead and get out of the way. Could we get house lights for like just a minute? I want to so see we all the cosplays. See all the cosplays. If you're cos, <laughs> Jesus God. <laughs> oh man. All right. Keep cheering. Yeah. Wait a minute. I'm gonna sketch you all. Hold on. It's awesome. And you can just leave a check for a portion of the rights to those <laughs> unlicensed. Uh, let's play Dungeons and Dragons. I want to really spend some time playing this one and not yeah, really let's actually play Dungeons Real quick introductions. I'm Griffin McRoy. I'm going to be the dungeon master. Um, thank you, thank you, thank Wait, you. Wait, hold on. Is there anyone here who doesn't know the show? Because this is about to get real weird for you. <laughs> uh, my name is Justin McRoy. I'm Taco Taco, a wizard. Uh, I play Magnus Burnside's the rustically hospitable fighter. And I play Merle Highchurch, the incredibly uh, talented and gifted Dungeons and Dragons player. Too close. Was I too close? My dad, who has been a radio professional for the last 120 years... And he eats that microphone like it is a donut. <laughs> what? There uh, are donuts? Let's get into it. Uh, I need everybody to make a dexterity saving throw. Shit. At least die... No, we did it! We did it! 20! We were, we were audio testing, and Dad was showing his fancy dice off, because when you roll a 20, it flashes and makes a noise, and Dad said, I've literally never seen that happen before. So I won. Uh, 11. Um, I rolled uh, 14 plus 2, 16. Okay. Uh, Taco, you fall 20 feet and splash into a gigantic pool of acid. It happens. 
And uh, as you hit the acid and take damage, you see what looks like two glowing, like holographic hearts float up and away from your body and disappear. And floating in this pool are the bones and nearly eroded away armaments of long-lost adventurers who met with a similar fate to the one you're about to succumb to. Uh, The smooth walls of this pit are lined with a spiral of two-inch-wide holes, which you cannot see into. Far, far above this pit, in the ceiling of the room you just fell from, is a circular trapdoor, the exact circumference of this pit. uh, And from behind that trapdoor, you can hear rumbling. Magnus and Merle, from atop this pit, you see your friend fall inside and land in acid. What do you do? Are you okay? (laughs) What the fuck does it look like? I think you fell. Good. Oh, that's good. You're on the right track. Do you want us to get you out of the hole? No, I have magical powers. As, as Taco says that, he dissolves completely and disappears. Well, and that ends Taco. You are all here for it. Should be a chill night for the J-Man. Uh, you do see all of his great stuff and some treasure floating down in the pool. What I do use the do? grappling hook to save the treasure and stuff. Uh, make a, uh, I don't know, a grappling hook roll. Uh, <laughs> roll a d20. Uh, 15. Okay. Uh, you bend over to uh, fish out some of the, uh, some of the uh, treasure That is from the not pool. what I said. Merle, what are you doing during this? Uh, I'm, I'll heal him. <laughs> all right. This is good. Now I did... Now, okay. Uh, Merle, you, you lean over the pit to try to cast a spell to heal your... Yeah. ...dissolved... And it's going to have to be one hell of a roll. Uh, That's going to be a good heal, man. As the two of you are leaning over this pit, the trapdoor above you uh, opens and drops a deluge of acid on the two of you as well, uh, dissolving both of you uh, also instantly. And as you're killed your body fractures into a million tiny multicolored squares which hover and gather where you died and then soar up into the air and out of the room you were in and through a twisting corridor, much, fast, uh, much too fast for you to try and get your bearings. And then all three of you are back and standing in a long stone rot hallway. Behind you, uh, the hallway extends 30 feet and at that end you see a, like a slope of dirt and sandstone bricks uh, leading upward and out of sight and there's some sunlight shining down from that, uh, that, that rough staircase. And in the other direction, away from that entrance, it, uh, the hallway extends, and it's far too dark for you to see anything. And after surveying this scene, the three of you notice an image uh, in the upper left corner of your periphery. And as you turn your head, the image moves with you, like it's in a static position. And it depicts Can a small... Can you do that again? It... Yeah. It depicts a small armor-clad hero, and then a time symbol, and then the number eight... Uh, And as you're reformed in this hallway, that counter drops down to five. And you hear the disembodied voice of Lucas Miller, the scientist. The scientist you saved one fateful candle nights say, "Uh, okay, so that didn't go so great. I may need to tune down the difficulty settings a little later on. Don't make it difficult. That's not our thing at all. What's the backstory of why we fucking agreed to do this? Because right now that hey, stairway's looking pretty good at Taco. Justin, character voices. That wasn't... No. Yeah! No, no, no. Character that voices. Was, that was, okay. uh, see. No, before you cheer for this dullard, I, when have you ever heard someone in your real life say, what's the backstory? And I was talking, fucking talking to Griffin. Ask, ask, ask Lucas Miller, what's up? 
Um, what? I'm not going to tell you what's up, but Lucas Miller will. Uh, but we know where voices. we're... Okay. Do you we, don't, you don't, is, is you don't in, remember what's up. Is this in media res or in media We're in media res, dude. Okay, we are in, in the media and it is res. Hey, Lucas. Theater degree. Lucas, my man, uh, uh, remind me why we're here. Lucas says, wait, you, you seriously don't remember? Fuck I, off with that. Seriously. <laughs> he says, uh, he says... I wonder if the brain spike is having some sort of effect on your short-term memory. Are we memory. in the fucking Matrix? Uh, he says, you're in a virtual reality program that I designed to help train members of the Bureau of Ballots. Matrix. It's Matrix-esque. Really, what it's modeled after is an old dungeon and an old fantasy game I used to play. It's called the Tomb of Horrors. Got it. Yo, yeah, nerds! You're yeah. waiting for it. I'll get checked. <laughs> Got you. He says, y'all were making pretty good progress. The goal is to reach the end of the tomb and destroy the evil demi-lich Aseriac and claim his treasure for your own. Y'all started out with ten lives, but it looks like you've burned through half of them. You'll need to be much more careful if you want to clear this dungeon. And then in the bottom right corner of your vision, some words start appearing and a chat message from a user named BoyDetective15. Different guy. It's, yeah, it's a different, it's not, no, it's Angus McDonald. <laughs> it says, uh, uh, please be careful, sirs. And then uh, another message from Killer Killian pops up, and it says... Okay, it says, we'll be here it, all night. Is that all the show's going to be? <laughs> yeah, just dropping so. cameos like that? <laughs> That's fun. That's a fun... Hey, That's Kravitz. A good, dog, good idea. <laughs> all right. A message from Killer Killian pops up that says, someone better turn on easy mode. And then another message... Hey, shut up! And then another message from a user just named Leon just says, lol. <laughs> and uh, you hear Lucas again, and he says, just keep moving forward and watch each other's backs. Your, your real bodies are totally safe back here in my lab. I, I promise. Yeah, I, I, I believe that. Um, so, what's the, so what's the exit? What, what do we have here? Well, I'll tell you, using mostly descriptions from the Tomb of Horrors... Uh, you reach the end of the, the hallway, away from the, the entrance, and are standing before three features of interest. The first is an archway. The stone archway before you is filled with a veil of thick vapors. Hell yeah. Someone's been vaping. Someone's, Someone's been, been ripping vaping. thick cotton. Gary Gygax invented vaping. Tweet it. The stones on either side of the base and the keystone protrude slightly from the stones around them. As you move to within touching distance... The left-hand base stone begins to glow yellow, the right-hand base stone orange, and the keystone seven feet above blue. Should we be Wait, writing this what? down? The second feature worth noting is directly in front of you at the far end of the hall. On the hall before you is a relief sculpture of a great green devil face formed of mosaic tiles. The face has a huge O of a mouth. It's O face, if you will. <laughs> Inside of which the space is dead black. The most outstanding feature in this location is actually outstanding. Wait, what? Oh, no, it's like outstanding from the wall. Okay. Two jackal-headed human figures are painted so as to appear to be holding a real bronze chest that protrudes from the wall. Uh, that's it. So, you have the uh, chest being held by two jackal-headed human figures, the great green devil face with the O uh, mouth that is How filled with... How big is his O mouth? Um... It's three feet in diameter. I throw chance lands into it. Okay. Uh, it goes in. We did it! And then I call it back. 
You do what? I call it back. Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> don't put your hands <laughs> into the O face. Yeah, your, your lance is gone. It's not real. <laughs> I mean... It's real to me, damn it! <laughs> um, okay, I uh, take several steps back from the chest, and I cast Knock on it. What does that do? It uh, opens it. I could read you a fucking card if you want, but it opens it. I also want to say, as he's doing this, I am continually trying to call back Chance Lance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Magnus... Merle, what are you doing while Taco cast knock? Um, I guess I will investigate the two... Don't. <laughs> You'll uh, die. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you're about to do... You'll die. You're going to make a joke, and Griffin's going to smile in his <laughs> shitty way that he does. And then he's going to kill you. We got to play this one straight, Clint. All right. Don't examine protruding chest. Correct. The chest opens. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I look... <laughs> from from where I am <laughs> a good distance away I kind of echolocate what might be in the chest <laughs> what's, that, what's that sound like? Uh, using that method it appears to be empty you're not going to make him roll for that? for Just echolocation? Okay? yeah Taco canonically has bat powers now it, it, it appears to be empty. That's the shitty way I was talking about. Okay, well then, there's nothing, the chest is nothing. Everyone, the chest is empty and nothing, so let's move on to something else. Lucas, this sucks. Lucas, you hear Lucas go, oh. Merle cast fine traps. Okay. Your fucking brain explodes. You just hear a million voices scream like, yes! Um, you hear a voice scream. It's the Tomb of Horrors. There's a million of them. Well, I can reuse this, can't I? <laughs> I guess so. The answer's not going to change. Um, you know what? Fuck it. I stick my hand in the chest. <laughs> Wouldn't Magnus do that? That's... Thank, thank you. <laughs> I also agree. Uh, the lid of the chest slams down on your hand and you feel sharp, poisonous needles jab into the top of your I hand. I immediately chop off my arm. No, 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 no. Ha-ha, ha-ha, ha-ha. I no, trained no, for this moment. No, if anybody gets to do it, it's me. You're too slow, old man. No! Let I've him, done it already. Let do Danny, I need to roll an attack against yeah, myself? Yeah, roll an attack against your own arm. What Not are great. you doing? Well... Here's the good news. Well, bad news hey, is I rolled a five. Wait, quick time, time out. What's worse, a good attack on yourself or a bad attack on a good, yourself? A good, listen, this is a surgery roll. You well, want high numbers right now. Oh, okay. Well, I rolled a uh, uh, five plus a ten. It's a 15, but wait. I don't get out of the way of my own attack. How I choose not earth, to defend. How on earth do you add ten? That's my attack. He's very good at attacking. Wow. Okay. You can do you can shoot flames from your hands and levitate. I just hit stuff good. Yeah, it's Please. Fine. It's fine. 
Uh, Magnus, you take damage, and as you do, you see something new appear in the upper right corner of your periphery. Three hearts pop into view, uh, and as you cut off your own arm, uh, two of them disappear, leaving heart-shaped outlines in their I'm place. gonna need some cauterizing magic, guys. Uh, nope. Actually, you seem to be, you seem to be fine. Uh, awesome. I mean, fine-ish. Yeah. I'm all right. Yeah, you're all right. Oh, all right, all right. Uh, after the uh, after the chest, wait, let it. Yeah, no, it, we. Yeah, it's a real thinker. They're done. Hey. Okay. They're done. Uh, after uh, slamming down in your hand that way, the uh, chest lid lifts open and the trap is disarmed. Oh. Wait, <laughs> ah! no, I, I I spend the whole rest of this period just looking at Merle, going, huh? Ah? So oh. now there's an arm in it. Yes, and. Maybe other stuff. No, don't reach in there. No, actually, the arm uh, also turned into pixels and floated away. Yeah, it's beautiful. I'll see you again at the crossroads. <laughs> I stole that joke from Justin earlier. Uh, what do you do? It's just a bone reference. It's not really Yeah, it's joke. not it's really fair. anything. I go home. Can you guys angle your mics? I'm just worried about plosives. That's not a joke. No, that's no not like that's that. Look how daddy's doing it. Look how daddy Justin's doing it. Not daddy, daddy. Papa Justin. No, look, fucking look. I... There we go. Yeah. There we Mike go. At the, Mike at the mouth, not mouth at the mic. We gotta... Hello. How's this been this past 30 seconds? Pretty good? <laughs> <laughs> Normally, this is the stuff we edit out, but you're not going to leave, so I just have to say it in if front of If everybody could just plug their ears for a second while Justin coaches me through good hey, audio Hey, recording. Dad, if you want to get crazy and do the same thing I just made Travis do, go, go for it. I have been in the radio okay. business for okay. 45 so the years. The chest trap is disarmed. You have the devil's mouth and uh, the missed door. Does the chance lamp break or is it just stuck in there? As it enters into that inky blackness, it's not like uh, throwing it down a hole where you can kind of see it drop a little bit and then disappear. As soon as it goes, like, it's just nothing. It's just nothing. Okay. Uh, yeah. Chest oh. trap's disarmed. Missed door, devil mouth. Well, I took the last one, so, uh... Is there any exit from this room? I mean, the entrance where you came in. Well, and that's the mist door. And the uh, mist door. And the mist door, yeah. So what's the, tell me about the mist door. Well, I'll tell you all about the mist door, Justin. The stone archway before you is filled with a veil of thick vapors. Hell the yeah. Uh, the left stone of the door is glowing yellow, uh, the right one is orange, and the top one is blue. Left yellow, top... Top blue, right orange. This is such a shitty puzzle. I don't know why they put this in the game. No, well, okay, I don't want to get technical, but you put it in the game this time. It's true. And uh, to get even more technical, you plagiarized it for something else. That is right? also true. Okay, so I'll, do, the, do the tiles have any give if I push them? Are they buttons? Yes, they click in, and they make a pleasant chime. What did you push in? Uh... Nothing. I just asked a question. If okay, well, there's no way you can discern that information without doing it. So I t forget what I just said. You Eternal did sunshine. ten minutes ago let him echolocate. Yeah, so you're drawing true. a fairly fine line now. Uh, I'm going to cast True Seeing. Okay. This gives me the ability to see things as they actually are, which in this case is the solution to the puzzle. <laughs> I just want to see what it actually is. Um, 
You can tell because you can see through the facade of this door the order that these buttons are supposed to be pressed are yellow, blue, and orange. Yellow, blue, orange. Okay, I do that. Okay, yeah. The mists disappear. Thank you, Magic Powers. You're Lucas A. I am sorry about that. <laughs> that's, not, not, that's not a good puzzle. How are you supposed to figure that out? What was the Yeah, exactly. I think okay. it's just a guessing game. Um, so it was made in the 70s, and people were doing a lot of peyote back then. <laughs> um, so when. Yes, when, we uh, were. <laughs> <laughs> he says as he drinks his Diet Coke from a Turvis tumbler. <laughs> It's a Doctor Who Turvis tumbler. <laughs> wow, it's way better. <laughs> Doctor <laughs> Who on BBC <laughs> America. Moondog, let's keep rolling. Uh, after you clear the archway of mist and start passing through it, another pe- message pops up in the chat from a user named Bluntlord420, uh, who says, nice. And then another message from Bluntlord420, who says, this is Robbie BTW. Yeah. You moving on? Oh, yeah, we'll go through that door. Okay, yeah, you uh, all go through that door, and the three of you work your way through a claustrophobic corridor and enter a small dark room. And as you do, you hear the entrance you just passed through slam shut behind you. And as you turn around, you notice that the entrance has disappeared completely. Immediately, torches mounted on the wall spark to life, revealing the contents of this chamber. Mm. Three large chests are affixed firmly to the floor. The western one is gold, plate-covering iron. I don't know why they included that. Like, you're just going to fucking steal the chest and be like... Nice try. Uh, I've got a chest of gold now. Uh, the center one is silver, played over iron, and the eastern one is, of, uh, is oak bound with uh, bronze. It's oak bound with thick bronze bands. Is Each this is, your first time reading this? Yes. Each is about four feet long, two feet wide, and three feet high. And as you enter this room, a user named Dragonzord, uh, who is Carrie, uh, chats and says, uh, she chats and says, oof, I remember this one, good luck. Then tell me the answer. Yeah, what's the answer? There's no response. Damn it. Classic. Wait, I know this one. I know this one. Gold, silver, and oak chests. What do you the do? The oak is the chest of a carpenter. <laughs> yeah. I, I crawl on my knees to that one. Pin it at Manchel Pass. Pin it at uh, Manchel Pass. It's fucking Last Crusade? Or are we not doing Last Crusade? Yeah, no, we're doing Last Crusade. Not the show, I know. What's the fucking shit? Because I'm better at Last Crusade than you all. I get punished by not <laughs> laughing at me. Seems kind of shitty. Wait, try it again. Take two. Yeah. We'll edit that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tenant at Man shall pass. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wait a minute. Do that police squad freeze frame. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, well, I did cool... I did cool things for the last one. I lost my arm on the last one. Fair. Merle. Merle. I've been saving a spell since we started playing this game three and a half years ago. Translation, he didn't know he had You literally it. just found it in your deck. I cast Hero's Feast. <laughs> and we all sit down no, to no, a no. nice dinner before moving on. The conversation where we had, literally right backstage, we were like, let's just keep a nice pace moving, just chew through the adventure, and you're like, a bountiful bouquet of... <laughs> Meats and bread. You bring forth a great feast, including magnificent food and drink. It takes an hour to consume. Why? And we're going to do it in real time. 
A creature that partakes of the feast gains several benefits. Health insurance. Dental. It makes all wisdom saving throws with advantage and hit points of all creatures maximum increases by 2D freaking 10. Stop, stop, stop. You're embarrassing yourselves. Stop it. One, we don't have hit points. That was nothing to start with. There's no hit points. Remember, just the hearts. Oh. So that's nothing. That part Shit. was nothing. And I guess wisdom said, I mean. This you- is a delicious sandwich. My arm's back. <laughs> Can we translate that hit point game to hearts for yeah, him? Yeah, but all of you have one extra heart. You're up to four. I'll give you that. And you have advantage on wisdom saving throws. Maybe uh, the chess would be cool Wait, to... we're not done eating. <laughs> Everyone sit in silence. You know, that whole keep the pace moving thing you okay. asked us about. Gold, silver... Uh, Open a fucking chest! Open one! Uh, you know what? I'm already injured, so it, it's better. I'll do it. Uh, I, I, I opened the oak chest. You just nope. Go- <laughs> Wait. <laughs> When the lid of the oak chest is opened, a large humanoid creature with the head and wings of a bat, or if you will, a Batman, uh, will be instantly teleported into the room, and it strikes with surprise. Magnus. Yes? Uh, does 22 hit your AC? Little bit. Yeah. Little bit it does. Uh, the Batman uh, swipes a jagged claw through Magnus, and as he does... I'm going to use Mag- Perry. Uh, he chose poorly. That's, been- That's another last crusade yeah. for you guys. Um, there is, there is, Perry just reduces damage. Yeah, It's not going to... Then I use crying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this Batman rakes a claw through Magnus, and as he does, Magnus explodes into pixels. See and, y'all later. And you see that counter uh, in, in the corner turn to the number four. Uh, Magnus, very quickly, though, you appear back at where the entrance to this room was. I'm back. Uh, I'm not going to make you all roll initiative because we'll do that for a different thing, but uh, what do you do about this Batman who's now in the room? Round two, Batman. Uh, after one of you does something, the Batman will also do something. Uh, I'll cast Fireball at the bat to kill it. Okay. Uh, does that Wait, mean- maybe he's friendly. Wait, no, he did just kill me. It just yeah. killed you. You can, talk, you can talk to it. The maybe bat just- that eviscerated Batman. you might be our friend. The, the Batman says... <laughs> And then he points to the buffet and he says, Yes, that's for anyone, or can I get down? Yeah, on no, it? wait. Hold on. Which chest do we open and then you can have some turkey? I got, I put that in the chest. <laughs> sugar water. Black sugar. That's some bananas and apples that I want to eat those. God, I I'm hope sorry, nobody what? just walked in. <laughs> Which chest? No, I want to eat the apples and bananas first. <laughs> You could have an apple, but you can have a banana after you tell me. Apples first. <laughs> this is the best thing I've ever done with my life. Yeah. Talk to my brother as a Batman about bananas. By the way, I'm going to be the new Batman after Ben Affleck <laughs> leaves, and it's going to be this voice. What's wrong That was a little... It would still be better than Christian Bale. That was... Uh, yeah. What? Is he here tonight? I'm sorry. Probably not. 
Uh, we're we're what, fans, Chris. I cast a fireball at your dumb okay. bat. I make a dexterity saving throw? Sure. You have the card right? I rolled a three, so there's nothing I'm going to add to that that's going to be sufficient. Uh, sorry, what? I fucked up. Okay. <laughs> Hurt so the bat with fire You're going to take 8d6. Jesus Christ. Just roll one in times eight. We're on rain pace. Do what? Just roll one d8 and we'll, or whatever, d6, and we'll multiply it by eight. It's a six, okay. Jesus Christ. Magic. 48. No, I can fucking multiply six times eight. Uh, the bat sees the fireball coming at it and just nervously reaches over and grabs an apple and, and then explodes as the fireball hits it for 48 fucking points of damage. Good. Uh, you killed Batman. Well solved done. your bat puzzle. <laughs> yeah, you killed Batman. Inside the oak chest is nothing. <laughs> I get inside of the oak chest and close it. No, I don't. That's no, a joke. No, 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 nothing, nothing happens. There's, there's nothing. I get back out. <laughs> yeah, chest. you're embarrassed now. But I do have fun. Like eh, silver chest out. and gold chest. What do you do? Um, open one. Coward. I open the silver chest. So you're saying that? Wait. Stop. I was in a character voice. Stop, stop. So wait, hold on. So wait, hold on. Hold, okay, you, so... You, Merle, are looking at Tago and going, I open... <laughs> you say out loud to me, I open the silver chest. All right, I oh, open the oh, silver right, chest. I look at you and say, okay, you too. And Go for on. For a second, Magnus and Tago just look very concerned at Merle. <laughs> like, oh, it's So happening. concerned. Your twilight years <laughs> have come sooner than we expected. It's so sad, but hey, we had a good run. Okay, so we put him in an old dwarf's home. Inside the silver chest is a clear crystal box worth 1,000 gold pieces that holds a silver scepter. It was a man bat in mine. Yeah. Uh, I, I take the scepter. Wait a minute. Uh, How, no, no, no. Huh. You just did something. It's my turn to do something. The scepter's in the... The, the crystal box has the scepter in it, and it's inside the chest. You just Y'all, take the whole thing this out. This is a tomb of horrors. Yeah. It's not just like, here's an awesome scepter. I pick it up, and I smash it on the ground. Uh, when the box is lifted from the supposed bottom of the chest, eight darts will fire upward, and then one or two characters leaning over the chest uh, so as to be exposed in the line of fire will take uh, hurts, hurting damage. Uh, you take three hearts worth of damage. It's good that Merle boosted you up like that as uh, uh, a bevy, a salvo of darts uh, are flung into your face and chest. Happens. I open the other chest that's still closed. Oh, great. Wait, uh, no, wait I did I get the scepter? Uh, did you, what did you do with the crystal chest after you lifted it out and got hit by a bunch of darts? Taco. I, well, I smashed it on the ground is what I said. Okay, it's no longer worth a thousand gold pieces, but uh, you get the silver scepter from uh, out of the chest. And as you smash it and claim the scepter, uh, a wooden arched doorway suddenly appears in a puff of smoke at the end of the room. I stop just before opening the other chest. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. Uh, You move through that doorway? Yes, sure. Yes. As you pass through that doorway, the three of you are moving down another long hallway lined with torches. Is oh, it good. nice? Uh, I mean, this is fucking Tomb of Horrors, like, man. There's nothing but like, super is nice. But, like, is it nice? Here. Yeah, it's a nice 
horror tomb. Um, I'm saying there can be traps and there can be danger, but that doesn't mean there can't be nice tapestries. Well, it's weird that you say that, Travis. Uh, as you're moving Is down it? this torch-lined hallway... No, apparently not. Uh, you start to see something odd. The flame on the torches freeze suddenly in place, and the cobblestones that comprise the walls and the floor, they start to flicker, almost like they're glitching out. You all see this too, right? Uh, yeah. They do, yeah. All uh, right. I after... just thought that it was just kicking in, you know? <clears throat> <laughs> and after, I took a bunch of ecstasy before starting. Not me, Magnus. Magnus did. did, Magnus, yeah. did. <laughs> Magnus is a certified party boy, and that's all there is to it. <laughs> well, he's been spending a lot of time at Joshua Tree, just really getting centered. <laughs> With ecstasy? Yeah, that's fucked up. I feel really centered right now. <laughs> <laughs> These were glow sticks. You all saw the glow sticks. In my- okay. Uh, th- this entire place is glitching out around you. And after a few seconds, the hallway disappears completely. And you're standing in just an empty black void. And you hear Lucas's voice, only it's super distorted. And he's saying, wait, what's going on? I- I'm-, I'm losing them. What's happening to the simulation? What happened to the distortion? Well, I wanted them to hear me. Get off my jock. Um, <laughs> suddenly, the three of you are standing on a small fishing boat. Nice. In the middle of a large lake. And you're, you're outside, and it's a beautiful sunny day. Finally, my dad's taking me fishing. <laughs> and as you get your bearings on this boat, some words appear in front of all of you in these bright block letters. And they read, Big Bass Challenge. Yay! And as those words appear, some bright, poppy music starts playing. And uh, in the back of the boat, there's a, a bearded man in a big floppy hat on the boat with you, and he's drinking something out of a big jug, and he says, Welcome to Big Bass Challenge! (laughs) Welcome to Big Bass Challenge! I'm Rascal! Y'all ready to catch some big bass? Am I ever? Always! I like big bass, and I cannot lie! I'm all about that bass. I love fishing. Got him. I I didn't get the other two references. He says, I don't know where you strange travelers hail from. I kill Rascal. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I just want to take away any joy group has. Travis punches him in the head and he's full of pinata candy. Nobody saw this coming. Go ahead and roll. He said we had to keep a fast pace. Go ahead and roll D20. Wait, why are you... This is so it's a 16 plus 9, sorry, right. plus 10, 26. This is very out of character. I don't believe that you would kill Rascal. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I feel like that's the Thanks, Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh... What are you attacking with? Rail splitter? No, I'm just kind of... No, you fucking I punch him. Rascal. I punch him with Phantom Fist. And you I just punch, punch him, him with the Phantom boat. Fist. I'm just pushing him out of the boat. He flies backwards off the boat, and he says... <laughs> <laughs> he says, what, is, what does he say, Griffin? Yeah, what's he say? <laughs> Tell me what he says. He says... Time for Rascal to fly to Jesus! And a 
a big, a big, big bass jumps up out of the water and eats him in midair. And now Rascal's dead. Cosplay that. Uh, as Rascal is killed, uh, a fishing rod and tackle box appear uh, where he was sitting. It's the loot he dropped. <laughs> Uh, and as those items appear, some words appear on your, like, interface hey, that read, catch a big bass to proceed. Speaking of Reddit, I, I think no one can really accuse Griffin of railroading us anymore since we just killed his whole thing. <laughs> we killed his guy. All right, um, I'm going to... I'm going to use animal handling. <laughs> to order fish to yeah, jump onto your hook. Ernie. No, let Justin do what he's going to do, but that's an actual thing that might help the story. Do I see the big basses in there? Uh, you can see several, like, shadows under the water, and one of them is quite large. And it is the one who just killed my favorite person. <laughs> I, I appreciate you for acknowledging I didn't kill Rascal. The bass did. Okay, well, uh, I'm going to center on the um, place where I see that fish and all of his other fish friends. And I'm going to cast Reverse Gravity. I will need the description on that one if you've got it. Uh, it reverses gravity in a 50-foot radius, 100-foot high cylinder centered on a point within range. All creatures and objects that aren't somehow anchored to the ground in the area fall upward and reach the top of the area when you cast a spell. A creature can make a dexterity saving throw to grab onto a fixed object it can reach. Good luck. It's a, it's a lake. If some solid object, such as a ceiling, is encountered, blah, 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 there's no ceiling, um, it will remain oscillating there for the duration at the top. Okay. Uh, a cylinder of water levitates out of uh, the lake uh, a, a few, several feet in front of the stern of the boat, which besides the front? Uh, the bow. left. The bow. The bow. Yeah. I get them confused. Okay, the fucking front of the boat. I don't know why I Thank had you. to get nautical the, on it. The sternum is the other side. A 50-foot cylinder of water raises up out of the water, and inside that you can see several small shapes still floating around, uh, but one of them is clearly the big bass that uh, killed my best friend, uh, Rascal. Racked, racked with guilt. Uh, right. Taco lays back in the boat and said, there, do something with that. Racked with guilt. I am going, um... Rascal was very evil. I'll just say it now. <laughs> he had going... a little turn at the end where it turned out that, like, this is also the finale of the Adventure Zone, and he was going to be the big bad guy at the end oh. of it. With my rapier, okay. I'm going to leap at the fish and swim over to it. Okay. And I'm going to cut it open and save Rascal. You can't just say shit! <laughs> You let Justin echolocate. Let me save Rascal. This will be good for both of us. You can see how that would give us. Travis an unclear view of his abilities. You did let me echolocate. Uh, okay, you jump into this 50-foot column of water. Can I, I, I also do want to point out, this is not OOC. Everything I just said to you, Magnus did say out loud. I'm yeah. going to jump <laughs> yeah, at yeah. the fish. I'm going to swim in the water. I'm going to cut it over. I'm going to save that guy. Roll, just roll athletics to like represent your ability to jump into a column of water and swim to locate a fish. Like If, it, if it's low, I think you can't even open your eyes super good. Um, it's a uh, 13 total. Uh, all right, yeah, I think you can kind of get a beat on where this fish is, but you're going to have disadvantage on an attack. 
That's fine. Because you're fucking underwater trying to cut it open with a rapier. None of that is intended. Like, none of that's how any of that's I'm going to attack it. Okay. It's a 16 plus 10, 26. And that disadvantage? Oh, that's a 3 plus 10. And then uh, I am going to... (laughs) uh, Usually you say action and If the end of this sentence isn't be devoured by a large bass then you're lying to everybody here. I'm going to use pre- I'm going to use precision strike. Okay. To add to an attack roll. All right. Uh that's a d8. A d8. No, nope, sorry, d10, excuse me. Jesus. No, that's worse. It's an 8. Okay. Plus uh so 21 was the okay. final roll. Uh yeah, roll damage. That's a that is a hit on a fish. That's a fish hit. As Magnus, well, as, as Magnus stabs his rapier through this fish, all of you see the words fish on appear on your screen. And the music changes, and it's like really poppy and like upbeat now. I cut the fish open. You can, roll damage. You don't just cut a fucking fish open. I stab the dragon with a stick, and it explodes. Uh, it's uh, seven. Oh, oh, man, I should have used the flaming raging poisoning sword. Yeah, but you didn't. Uh... All right. I don't have that yet. You hurt the fish, and as you stab the fish, you see one heart float up and away from it and disappear. I stab it again. I get a second attack. All right. Still disadvantage. It's a 17. He really does roll like this. A 9. 9 plus 10, 19. Yep, that's it. Roll damage again. Cut it open. It's a 2 plus 4, 6. Okay, another heart floats up and away from this fish. It looks pretty bad off. Okay, and then I use my third attack. Well, let's... (laughs) It's a 19. That's a 1. Travis McElroy has rolled a 1. You were here. Can you imagine? You were in the room. The room where it happened. Wait, wait, wait. I think I have something for this. Okay. Is Somebody it, take a picture of this. It's... You don't. Um, Good. You are. I thought that isn't that what the the gambler's luck does? Not today, friend. Uh, okay. The fish, you stab it, and it goes like, and you stab it again, it's like, and then you uh, try to stab it a third time, but your rapier kind of bends off its scales, and the fish goes. Oh, he likes that, doesn't he? Yeah, he likes He's that. Nasty. It's a dirty fucking fish. Nasty fish. Uh, it turns and swallows you whole. Make a constitute. No, it's not one of those things. <laughs> My fucking dad is here. He's here and on stage. Don't expose him to this. Make a constitution saving throw. Only his fucking dad can make jokes like that. Uh, it's an 11 total, but I'm going to use uh, this I do have, Indomitable, to okay. roll that again. Yeah, roll it again. Can Justin and I play? It's a four. Uh, okay, yeah, you uh, you take... And, uh, four plus eight is a 12. You take two hearts of damage. How are you doing? Doing okay. Okay. I just uh, died. And inside, so. you fucking, like, you're being eaten by a bass, and it's horrible, and... Uh, Do I see Rascal? You fucking eventually just see, like, Rascal, like, poking out of its side, and it's been half sort of, like, added to the form of the fish, Akira style, and it's... And he says, welcome to the jungle. As you are. Taco and Merle, what do you do? Fish in a floating cylinder of water. Somewhat I'm, hurt. You're in a boat. I he, feel, st- honestly, I feel pretty good right now. 
I'm kicking it. I made the column fly. That was great. M- Merle, then. I cast banishment. I'm in it. The you s- asshole. Okay. He's in the fish. Remember? You- remember this? I okay. saved your damn life. Uh, b- you have to... Uh, the fish has to make... A, a wisdom saving a throw. charisma saving charisma. throw. I didn't and get the fish a fucking charisma stat, Clint. <laughs> a fish has fins, so it can't make a throw. That's a critical failure. That's an actual one. Uh, <laughs> if you wanted it banished, I could have banished it. Uh, I sent it to another plane of Mag- existence. Yeah, I know what you fucking do to it. Magnus, you feel yourself being whisked away to another uh, dimension, I guess, and you see, like, this fish, like, also disappearing, and you see fucking Rascal inside the fish guts wall, just like, I'm free! Uh, and you are all disappeared, and as you disappear, the lives counter drops down to three... Uh, and then the tooltip pops up again, and Wait, it says, necess- catch a big bass to proceed. And then that tooltip, because you fucking, like... No way, I can... Bethesda broken the fucking game, uh, starts to glitch out. Where does, where does banishment send them? Um, I guess I get to choose the plane of existence. I think in this situation, because you're in a virtual, like, reality simulation, the game doesn't know how to reconcile this, and so just the entire environment around you just kind of, like, glitches out because you fucked up the game and broke it so badly. So Uh, I won. You're back in that sort of uh, black space again, and Magnus reforms next to you, uh, and then all of a sudden there's... um, Seems familiar. Uh, you all are back in that hallway that you were just walking through uh, that, that froze up. I didn't expect it to go like that. Um, right. What did you expect to happen? You to catch a fucking fish in the fish mini game! Is that so... Am I out of my mind? Is that an unreasonable expectation? To give them a fucking fishing mini game. Taco makes it the lake float. Travis jumps in with a rapier like, let's get it done. And then dad makes the fucking shit teleport away. Welcome. Welcome to the adventure zone, Griffin. (laughs) Uh, As you come back, the chat, people are just spamming in it. And they're just saying, fish boys. (laughs) And uh, Lucas says... um, a uh, big bass challenge. God, I haven't played that game in Wait, years. Wait, hold on. Are we streaming this on Twitch? He says, "How did you, how did you end up there? That doesn't make any sense. I think, I think there might be something wrong with the simulation. I'm going to pull you out." Uh, and then there's a, a pause, and then the three of you feel something unpleasant. Not here in the virtual world. You don't take any damage or anything like that, but you feel your bodies experiencing pain, almost like you're experiencing a, a powerful electric shot. Uh, shock, rather. I've drank almost this whole bottle of wine tonight. And then, uh, as you experience this shock, the chat updates again. And this time, it's with a message from the Demi-Lich Aseriac, who says, not today, friend. Does he say it in that voice? Uh, it's chat, so it doesn't say it in any voice. <clears throat> 
And then as uh, this lich comments in the, in the thread, the chat is flooded with messages from everyone all saying in unison, WTF. LOL. And I think right there we're going to take an intermission real quick so we can all run to the bathroom until you all can run to the bathroom. We'll be right back in 10 minutes to finish the adventure. Hey everybody, this is Griffin McElroy, your Dungeon Master, your best friend, and your space cowboy. I've been watching a lot of Cowboy Bebop lately. Thanks for listening to The Adventure Zone. This is our live show from San Diego, the San Diego Comic-Con event. Thank you all to everybody who came out. We had a lot of fun. This is one of my uh, favorite uh, live shows that we've done so far. I really liked running the Tomb of Horrors, and I really liked trying to make it not completely inaccessible and needlessly punishing. Uh, We are going to be moving on to uh, an experimental, one of our experimental arcs, uh, for the next episode that goes up. And that first arc is going to be run by Dad. Uh, and it is going to be a sort of superhero story that we are going to be playing using the Fate system. I'm really, really excited. We've started doing our character work, uh, putting t- together the characters, and Dad's been doing a ton of work on the world. And so we are really excited to get started. I think the first episode is going to be kind of a shorter sort of setup episode where we kind of explain the game and our characters and what this world is. And then uh, I think the plan is a week after that to have our first first like proper episode in this world and again these are just going to be like short experimental arcs as we try to get our footing and learn some new stuff about other games uh we're going to be doing a few of these probably for a long time while we figure out what we want to really invest our time in and present to you the listener as the full second season of the story so um i would ask that you please be patient with us it is not going to be like as uh, rich and like uh, I don't know, wonderful a world as as uh, Adventure Zone Balance was there at the end. So uh, if if it rubs you the wrong way, I, I would ask that you just be be patient and and let us try to figure it out. Um, and if it doesn't do it for you, just stick around a, a month or so, and then we will be moving on to the next experimental arc. Uh, we've been talking a lot about what we're going to be doing, and I am super 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 excited to to get started doing this stuff. I think we're going to make some some stories and some worlds that you all are going to be really into. So, uh, again, that first world-building episode, I believe the plan is for that to go up on October 5th uh, with the next regularly scheduled episode. And then I think a week after that, we're going to have our first proper episode of Dad's uh, short sort of experimental superhero story. And we're going to be doing that for just a a couple or a few episodes before we move on to sort of the next experiment. Uh, I'm really excited to get started. Um, So let's move on to the advertisements. Hello, it's me, the Internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right. Powerful influencer. Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis, how did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything, your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you, I'll wait, that's right, none of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's, uh, just as an aside, you can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier 
for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We have an Aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Chicago, we're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2, and we're doing live shows, all a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out, and Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2, scheduled to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information's there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that. Go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all of the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little Sailor Man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroimmerch.com. And now, back to the show. Got a personal message here. This one's for Stu, and it's from Joey Naff Socks and our sweet boy Zavoris, or Zevoris, uh, who say, Happy birthday to our favorite vapor. We actually, oh God, how can you choose? Uh, we actually forgot when your birthday was, but let's face it, the McElroys weren't going to hit the mark anyways. True. Uh, so it all works out. Also, Griffin, you have to grind your good, good uh, underleveled Pokemon when you're in a Nuzlocke run. And please check the movesets before you stone evolve Pokemon willy-nilly. Much love. That was a fucking year ago. I don't need pro tips on my Nuzlocke run that ended a year ago. Also, it's less fun if I overlevel them. It's more fun if things go wrong. But thank you for the advice. But stay in your fucking lane. Uh, here's another message, and it's for Dave Train, and it's from... Not Dave Train, who says, Dave Train, but really draw it out and say it excitedly like you haven't seen him in a while. Oh, okay, let me try again. Dave Train, 
I hope that that suits your dark needs, Dave Train. Uh, thank you all for listening to The Adventure Zone. Thanks for tweeting about the show using the, the Zonecast hashtag. It's really important that you share the show with a friend um, if they are into this kind of stuff and maybe they didn't listen to the balance arc at all. Uh, go go turn them onto the show. It means a lot. Uh, things are going to get kind of weird here for a bit and we want to make sure that uh, you know folks are still listening even while we're trying out all this new stuff. So you sharing the show really, really, really means a lot to us, uh, especially right now as we uh, sort of try to find out what we want to do next. Um, go check out MaximumFun.org. they got a ton of good shows on there that are free to listen to. I'm talking about shows like One Bad Mother, uh, Lady to Lady, Stop Podcasting Yourself, Judge John Hodgman, and so many more at MaximumFun.org. If you want to hear other podcasts that we do, um, like a new show that I do with my wife, Rachel, called Wonderful, where we just talk about good stuff that we're enthusiastic about and stuff that you're enthusiastic about, uh, that's all at McElroyShows.com, and you can see all of our videos and stuff we do there also. That's going to do it for this ad break. Uh, again, the next episode is going to go up on October 5th, and it is going to be sort of a world-building episode for Dad's experimental game. Um, and then uh, we should have another episode up really soon after that. So uh, we're about to get rolling on on trying out some new stuff, and I'm psyched out of my mind, and I, I, I hope you can get excited about it too. Uh, so I will talk to you then. Bye. No, we don't. We don't get to do that twice. Uh, this is our first time take. No. Oh, Justin's filming, I guess. In case my children and grandchildren are watching us in the future, this is intermission. Is they that cheered 4K? way more. They cheered way more in the intro. The first time it came out, <laughs> they went bananas. I didn't film that, sweetie. We've never. Could, okay. could you all say? Here. I, here's ju- what I want everyone like to do. Okay, and then they and then they then they stop. They stop so we f- could finish I'm the show. I'm gonna count down three, two, one, and after I say one, I want everyone in unison to say hi, Charlie. Aww. Are you ready? Okay, you ready? Who's Charlie? Three. <laughs> and the cats in the cradle in the seal of a. Three, two, one. Thank you. That's very okay. good. We've never taken. I would do it for my daughter, but she doesn't care about y'all. We've never taken. She's inter- a jock. Oh, please let me say this sentence. We've never taken an intermission before in the show, and like an hour before we started, we were like, "What if we peed during an intermission?" <laughs> Instead of spending the last like thirty minutes of the podcast, like, "Go, go, 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 kill him, kill him, do kill it." Him. Then they killed a guy. And then they rolled some dice. Yeah, the yeah. end. Thank okay, you. Bye. During the Austin show, all four of us had to pee so bad that like Travis would like miss on an attack, and we'd be like, "No." Uh, okay, let's get back into it. Uh, the uh, the three of you hear Lucas say, "Okay, so something bad is happening." Um, for some reason, I'm unable to pull you out of the simulation from Not here. like this. <laughs> he says, listen, very good. Very good and very timely. 
He says, if you clear this dungeon, the simulation should just boot you out by default. So I think your best bet is to just keep pressing on and try to make some progress. I, what I want right now is uh, to picture this. Um, whatever the UI, uh, whatever the HUD is, Magnus just slowly pointing at the lifetimes three, like... Yeah. He says, no, I know it's not great. Just, like, be better, I do. He says, just, like, do better, I guess. And then Did he, you program any, any like, extra lives? Any yeah, mushrooms? Sure. Any mushrooms we can find? Uh, he says, uh, he says oh, actually, that's a good idea. Hold on, let me see what I can do. Uh, and then the, uh, <laughs> the words uh, fucking game genie detected appears. And then the, the, the UI like statics out. He's like, I tried to use the game genie. It didn't work. The game gen. The what? Game gen. It's what... Because in D&D, there's gens. No, it's too late. You had your chance. As, no, you, as, you behaved appropriately. As he tries to use the game genie, Killer Killian pops up in the chat, and she's like, low casual. What the hell are you people talking yeah. about? It's called video games, old man. Yeah, get with the time. In my day... They're not just Pac-Man anymore. The, Actually, I would like to hear about back in Dad's day. Can we take a brief? We didn't lol. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> the three of you enter into a long chamber about ten feet wide, and you're standing on a landing. That's fun. You're standing on a landing over a ten-foot deep pit. With oh, a cobblestone You really floor. got down with that one. <laughs> oh. He's just never seen you have fun before. Um, this bottle of wine was just in our green room. <laughs> <laughs> Not it's, anymore. It's empty. Um, the three of you enter into a long chamber. I did that part. Uh, the uh, ten-foot deep pit with a cobblestone floor. This pit stretches about 50 feet before ending with another landing about 10 feet up uh, on the far end of the room. And uh, atop that landing, you can see an exit to this chamber with torches on either side. Basically, you are standing in front of a ten-foot deep, 50-foot long uh, pit with a cobblestone floor. And across the 50-foot span, you can see a landing on the other side with an exit to this chamber. What do you do? I hand taco the end of my rope and I say hold on to this then I use my grappling hook to get to the landing okay 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 you're gonna throw your grappling hook 50 no feet? my grappling hook shoots it doesn't oh that's throw. right that's right I forgot you had some dark wing duck shit yeah <laughs> uh yeah fuck it alright uh make a ranged attack roll roll a d20 straight up no bonuses I don't think I have to. I think my grappling. Yeah, but go ahead and roll a d20. That's an eight. No. That, well, hold on. That's like having a sword that I have to roll to see if it stays a sword. The grappling hook just does it. What do you mean? Mm. You, you tried it. And everyone heard you try it, and they're very impressed with you trying it, but it didn't work. Don't patronize him. If it makes you feel any better, if you had succeeded, I would have made like a fucking lion appear and eat the rope or something. You're so a are wiener. We, so the pit is below us, is that right? That's how pits usually work, yeah. <laughs> I thought we were in the pit already. Never mind. No, 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 it's below you. So 50 foot wide. Yeah, 50 foot long. 
landing on the other side. Yep. Is there anything on the ceiling? Anything hanging from the ceiling? Any? No. They're just cobblestone. It's not a fucking ninja warrior, like... So... Although, hold on. (laughs) Next live show, Ninja Warrior Chris. Okay. So, it's just a big open... Yeah, it's a 50-foot-long pit. Boy, you boys are real spooked Uh, by the Tomb of Horrors, huh? Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. I know this one. Oh. It's Leap of Faith. Okay. Uh, we've already done one day in the Jones joke. Christ, please follow that. No, that we thread. only have three lives left. I'm not doing that joke. Please do the joke. No. Travis. Come on, Travis. Do the joke. If I joke. do it. Joke. Joke. If I do it, will you give me the life back? Uh, I won't kill you. All right, fuck it. I go running at the pit. All right. You just jump right in? Yeah. All right. Uh, roll acrobatics. Let's see if you land on your feet. I have a pretty good acrobatics. 18 plus 8, 26. Yeah, no, you sorry. land... 18 you... plus 9, 27. You land all cool at the bottom of the pit, and it's fine. Come on down! Pit's great! Okay, I, I go down in the pit, too. All right, it's cool. Wait, make him roll! Did you just climb down, or what do you do? No, I catch I, him. He's uh, fine. I expand the umber staff. He's feather falls. Yeah, yeah, he feather falls. That's cool. Okay. Merle, Merle jumps, so Magnus will catch him. Uh, Magnus, roll... A catching attack. Yeah. <laughs> I choose you, Merle. <laughs> That's a 16. I caught him. Yeah, you caught him real good. All right. Uh, as uh, Merle... Merle I used a master ball. Uh, what? What? As you... Wait, I have to know what he just said. I used a master ball. Is a Pokemon reference. I've been trying to get you to fucking play Pokemon my entire child, teen, and adult life. That and drink whiskey. Yeah, at the same time. Those are two weird things to try to get your dad to do. Yeah, tell me about it. I just wish my dad drank more. As you step, as you catch Merle's weight at the bottom of the pit, you hear a loud... I don't catch him. Ka-chunk. That's not how this is. Uh, You hear a loud ka-chunk and you feel the floor of this pit drop down like just a half inch or so. But you all definitely feel the floor below you just just so slightly drop down. Nothing happens, but you feel it. I drop Merle. Okay, still fine. I pick him up again. <laughs> I drop him again. Still good. Still great. This is science, people. Yeah. It's super not how science and weight works, but okay. Uh, you are all on the cobblestone floor of this pit, and you felt the floor drop below. You have a 50-foot span forward. What do you do? Uh, I cast... Fifty foot heroes feast. How much did it drink? Yeah, right. Um, I'm just gonna start walking forward. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I'm walking forward. Cool. I'm going to start walking forward. You die. <laughs> no, you're fine. Yeah, you're all fine. You all can walk to the end of this pit to where the land. Hey, Governor, this is a real shitty trap. <laughs> um. Oh, good. Thank you, Travi. I like to give him a little something. You yeah. Know? Uh, I climb up 
to the landing. Uh, okay, roll a uh, uh, athletics check, Taco. That's probably dexterity. <laughs> probably athletics or acrobatics if you want to like you know acrobatically move up. Yeah, I use acrobatics. Sweet that's good. flips. No, I'm no. That's you're just that's pandering. Now three, eight. No, I got nothing. That's three rolls in a row that would have failed. I was going to go with the first one, but I'm just saying it would have been... Uh, Do you want to try my loaded dice? All three of you make a dexterity saving throw. Son of a bitch. Wait, what? Yeah. Now that's a 16 for hoops. Ooh, mine is dex saving throw, 15. 14. Plus... Shit. No, you're there. Plus one. Plus one. Oh, plus one? For 15? Okay, uh, Taco, as you kind of lift your weight up off the floor as you try to climb it, the floor pops back up into place, and as it does, uh, like Shit. a million spikes uh, eject out of the left and right walls, and all three of you just happen to be in all the right places as the spikes shoot out around you and then retract back into the walls as you fall off the wall and put your uh, pressure back down on the floor. I, do, I, I just wanna, I want everyone to picture this scene uh, we see Taco start to climb and Merle and Magnus just step backwards. Like, Oh, no, no. It's the entire 50-foot span of the pit. You all are all... But we don't get of, hit. You don't get hit by these spikes. It's fucking weird. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. So, we live in the pit now. <laughs> <laughs> What do you boys do about the pit? It's a bad pit. Is, can we see any kind of... Uh, the back wall of the pit starts moving in forward towards you. <laughs> Fuck you guys. This is, is for, this is for Rascal. <laughs> um, it's 40, I, it's 40 what, feet away. What are the walls made out of? Uh, cobblestone. It's 40 feet away. Got it. I'm going to uh, aim my axe at the brakes in the cold zone and wedge it. <laughs> I'm going to wedge it in, in where the floor and the okay, wall Okay, yeah, 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 you can do that. If you do that, you'll lose the axe. That's fine. I have a flaming raging poisoning sword to do. Okay. I have that now. I didn't before. Uh, roll... 20! Oh, okay, yeah, that's good. That's the best number that there is. You use your, uh, you use the head of your axe to sort of wedge it's in... It's not real. Uh, wedge in below the, uh, the, the wall and the floor. There's a little gap there when, when you drop the floor down, and you can get it in there and hold the floor down. Okay, let's climb out. Uh, the, the back wall is now 30 feet away. We're climbing out. Do the fucking things then with the dice. Uh, what is that? Uh, athletics? Yes, or acrobatics. 17. All right, it's, uh, 17 for me as well. Taco and Magnus, get up. It's 30 feet away. One for it's Clint. A big one for Clint. A one for Clint. A one oh, numero shit. uno. Dad, you get like halfway up and you fall out so bad that the axe becomes unwedged and the floor tops up. Make a dexterity saving throw with disadvantage because you're on your back. Can I use my grappling hook? I don't know what people are cheering for. I think somebody said something very funny in the audience. That's my dad, yeah. And I'll fucking kill him in a second. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, if Griffin kills him, he becomes head of the family. 
and gets all of our riches. So roll again. You have disadvantage. Disadvantage. Yeah, that means you do poorly. That's a one. That's a one. That's a one. That's another one on that one. Uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, He's fine. You get lit the fuck up by these spikes this time. You are not in the right place. Uh, And they just get you all over. You take three hearts worth of damage. Are you still alive? Yeah, actually, it's four hearts. It's one heart left. Uh, But you are prone and on the floor and in a bad shape, and the back wall is now ten feet away. Can I grappling hook Merle's arm? His wooden arm? With a very good roll, you can. This is the last action. It's not your turn, is it? Uh, Oh, do you just want to die? Is that it? Because you're rolling ones left and right. Do you want someone with a hot hand to fix it? You and Merle's arm are not a good combination. That's true. All right, fine. You know what? You can die. Let me set the stakes. You got one more action, and then you're going to be crushed by the wall. What do you do to save yourself in this situation? I mean, I have a magic grappling hook, but... Who are you talking to? You! (laughs) Well... Unless I, somebody else wants to get I you out I climb of out of the pit. All right, do it again. Leaking blood like a sieve. Shh. No, th- it's a 14. Total? Yeah. Add your dexterity? Oh, yeah, I have to add my dexterity. 14! Can I help him? Uh, yes, roll plus strength to try to grab him. Oh, plus strength? Then that is a 17. Okay, yeah. You reach down and pull him up just as the spikes shoot out. And uh, I just stare at him. Uh, just barely missing your feet as the back wall comes in and crushes up against the wall, and you are saved. Yeah! Thank you, Travis. My name is Magnus. Uh, as you move through the uh, door uh, on the landing that's sort of flanked by these torches, you see that same odd phenomenon happen again. The flames freeze, and quickly the hallway that you're entering starts to flicker and glitch out, and suddenly the simulation's just gone, and you are standing in darkness. And then a large square of light appears on the floor in front of you, and some lights overhead kick on, illuminating a stage that the three of you are standing on. Um, And in front of you is an audience of thousands of screaming fans, which I wrote here, and I realize now... I I promise I didn't think about the reality of saying that sentence out loud on this stage. Um, And in front of them is a small riser where you can see uh, a judge sitting behind a desk. And the lights are in your eyes. You can't quite see their, their, their face, but you can see the title of this game as it appears in a stylish font in front of you. And the title is Move, Move, Celebration. <laughs> and the judge says, okay, who's going to be dancing for us today? Merle? Well, I am pretty adept at interpretive jazz dance. Which will make for some great podcasting. But you do have to act it out for real. <laughs> are, you all, are you all nominating Merle for this task? Bring it. I think that's the funniest choice. Yeah, it's a funny okay. choice. Uh, Merle, you step forward. The, you see this silhouette of this judge motion you towards the glowing square on the floor. Don't blow it. 
What if you only had one shot? Okay. Merle does that. Okay. As Man, s- wouldn't it be great if Eight Mile was a dance movie? <laughs> that would have made that joke way funnier. Yeah. Well, every little bit helps. If only anybody had ever made a dance movie you could reference. Hey, get out there and stomp the yard. Yeah. Uh, as you, st- you can do it, honey. As you step... Oh, Jesus. Travis just made a honey reference during our 2017 Adventure Zone live show. Uh, as you step onto that glowing square, some blistering fast techno music starts pounding through some massive speakers hanging overhead. And then all of a sudden there's... The ecstasy! <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden there are glowing arrows all over you, illuminated on the floor, showing you the steps of an incredibly demanding dance. Roll, we've literally never used this skill before, performance. <laughs> Please. He is neutral on Please. this. Please. The 13. 13. I don't know why I'm reading off dad's numbers. Yeah. He can read. Are there just are numbers? There just too Wait, many? Where, I have a plus one in performance. Okay. okay. That's a 14. Are there 14. just. Are there just more. There are just too many. There's like a lot of buttons for him. There's a lot of arrows on Um, the floor for him to... And we can't help him, right? You absolutely can and should help your dad. Well, (laughs) wait. Seems like if he had more legs to help him. If only I knew someone with four legs. Yes. This is good. Are you with us? I cast Phantom Steed. Yo, it's time to dance. <laughs> Let's do it. Garrel is a, if you've never listened, is a beautiful <laughs> binocorn. He's rainbow colored and he's, he's a, I created him from my heart. Uh, all, of a, all of a sudden the title of the game pops up again and only this time it says dressage, dressage celebration. <laughs> Uh, Merle, roll again with advantage this time because technically you have double the legs as you mount triple. Triple. No. Not making contact with the ground, but if someone with two legs get on someone with four. All right, roll the dice three times. You have double advantage. He's going to need it. Twelve. Bad. Two. Four. Come on. Wait, use my regular dice. Oh, Don't get your funk on it. Twelve. <laughs> Wait, that was Travis's dice. It doesn't count. What the fuck? Two. 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 Yo, two? I, I am trying my the best. Audience, two. The audience. Roll again. The audience. No, Dad, you stand right there. The audience boos. <laughs> and a wave of arrows. But then the audience remembers that Dad took care of Griffin. Look what you did. Our, our, Come on. Our elderly dad. Are you going to take off your pants? <laughs> uh, a belt fell off. As the audience boos, a wave of arrows comes shooting out of the audience. And, so I don't really have and to And hits dance. you for two hearts of damage. 
He is dead. Merle explodes in a shower of... <laughs> now I'll come back. Merle ass- explodes in a shower of pixels and the life counter I'm drops a- down to two. I'm assuming the arrow shoot right through Garrel, who's just like, Oh, yeah, he's nice. a fan of seed. He's totally cool. It but Garrel says, I'm fine. Can I do one for Garrel to see if he finishes the challenge? Yes, if your Phantom Seed wants to roll for themselves. That's a 16. Uh, the audience goes wild for Gary. MVP, most valuable pony, Gerald. Uh, That's a new movie with Matt LeBlanc coming out. <laughs> the audience stands up and like uh, the the judge stands up and like cuts the audience off from their cheering and turns, and l- there's a, a floodlight, a, a spotlight above that comes up and you can see their face and they're crying, <laughs> and they say, "Gerald, yo, <laughs> I don't know how I know your name." Mm-hmm. <laughs> But you're going to Hollywood! And he holds up a ticket. A beautiful golden ticket. Hey, um, that sounds cool. In lieu of the ticket, could I just have some oats? Uh, And as you say that, the audience starts just throwing oats onto the stage, showering Garrel in oats. And the oats are just hitting Merle in his fucking face. Just like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 19 years I raised you Paid your yes, bills I'm 19 years Put old. food on your table You know Griffin's 30 right <laughs> Did you just check out after 19 See me again at the he live s- show He set out to find his purpose As the stage is flooded in oats This scene freezes And some of the oats freeze in midair And it looks so cool <laughs> <laughs> And then this scene dissipates And suddenly you're back in that hallway wa- Walking out of the spike trap room And uh, uh, a Seriac Pops into the chat again And says nice moves Geralt Impressive Thank you Wait, and, is Geralt still there? <laughs> uh, no, Geralt's not here because it was. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, sure. Why not? Nice. Uh, and then Boy, Boy Detective Fifteen pops in the chat and says, "Can someone ban a Seriac?" <laughs> but nobody does. And you hear Lucas's voice again, and he says, "Listen, I, I don't know why you keep ending up in other games, but you're really close to the end now. Just keep pushing forward." Magnus starts running. Okay. Taco's you, obviously riding Geralt. This isn't even a question. You approach a long set of stairs and at the top see an imposing door. Behind it, your shirt is a Syriac's chambers. The doors at the top of the stairs are 14 feet wide, 28 feet tall. They are made of solid mithril, three feet thick and impregnated... Gross. <laughs> and impregnated with great magics in order to make them absolutely spell and magic proof. Fuck you, Taco. <laughs> Where, like, you slowly, you see Tucka slowly put the whole thrower back in his pocket. <laughs> he like already got it out. Uh, where these doors meet at about waist height is a cup-like depression, a hemispherical, cl- Jesus, a hemispherical concavity. Uh, just stick with cup-like con- cr- depression, Gary. <laughs> fucking dork. a cup-like depression, a hemispherical concavity with a central hole. What do you do? I knock on the door. Politeness. Nothing happens. Damn it. 
Did we have any cups that we didn't know about? No. It's a cup like... It's a, it's a depression in the door. There's a little hole in the door. How big? Hole shape. I jammed the scepter in it. Fuck yeah! Make him touch. Make him touch. Touch him. I Wait, have the scepter. And that's not how it is. It's not like that. You know how it actually goes. <laughs> Do I? <laughs> like the sex joke. Okay, this is a scepter. It's not dirty. Uh, it's a okay. scepter into the hole. Uh, and he, that's kinda... did, uh, he did, uh, if I may explain, because this is an audio medium. Um, Justin formed um, a circle with the one hand and then um, extended his index finger and inserted said finger into the circle in a gesture uh, of insertion. Into a door that was already impregnated. Okay, bye! <laughs> That's gonna do the it for end. us. Wait. <laughs> I just want to read uh, how bad it could have gotten if Justin... I-, I swear to God, I didn't think you would remember that you had gotten a scepter uh, an hour ago. Uh, if the door is attacked by force, it will not budge. But if it's scratched or nicked, it will turn red in that spot and begin to gush blood. The blood of all those who've died in the tomb. The red flow will cascade down the steps and begin to fill the... It fills the fucking room, and then there's, like, a page of, like, if you try to solve it this way, you die. If you try to solve it this way, you die. If you try to burn to blood, it turns to poison gas, and you die instantly. The Tomb of Horrors is fucked up. Did Jim Jones write this particular game? The massive doors swing open, and you enter the Demi Lich's chamber. Hell yeah. I think this is the perfect time here um, to tell everyone that um, we have a graphic novel coming out. Oh, yeah, fuck. (laughs) We're supposed to do this right after we started. We've we've forgotten now twice. So uh, before we do this next part, as you leave, uh, everybody here is going to be able to get a pack of the Adventure Zone gum. Yeah. Uh, and that is from we our friends. We made it just for you all. Yeah. It's like, from, literally, just for you guys. It's from our friends at, uh, at First Second who are publishing the graphic novel adaptation, uh, which you can now get you can now get at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, or at theadventurezonecomic.com. Um, and each of the packs of gum has an exclusive little comic, like a Bazooka Joe comic, starring Angus McDonald. <laughs> So that it, that's for the graphic novel. It's the first arc, The Adventure Zone, Here There Be Gerblins, uh, which was illustrated by Carrie Peach, who is so fucking talented. Uh, and that is out July 17, 2018. And so uh, if you're not here and you're hearing this now, if you pre-order the graphic novel and you uh, send your receipt, like a picture of a receipt online to theadventurezonecomic.com, you can get all of the Bazooka Joe comics in the gum. But Dad wrote them. Dad wrote the comics. Dad, Dad, wrote, Dad wrote the comics. There's... There's three different versions you can get. One featuring Merle, one featuring Magnus, one featuring Taco. All of them have Angus in it. So um, uh, Morgan and Jeremy are going to be out there. I think they're in first, second shirts. Uh, so everybody 
Just please take one pack. They have big bags full of gum. They're going to be the only ones with big gum bags. Yeah. But make sure you check in with them as you're leaving so you can go and grab that from them. The massive yeah. doors swing shut behind you as you enter the Dimulich's chamber. A wide red carpet leads you down from the entrance into this room and towards a staircase that climbs five feet and up to a dais. Flanking the carpet are six stone columns, three on each side. Atop the dais is a throne made of large, twisted bones. And the arms of the throne are capped with gold-plated iron. And sitting on that throne is a skull, and it's completely motionless. You hear Lucas trying to communicate with you, but he's breaking up so bad now that you can't make out what he's saying. Uh, And in the lower right corner of your vision, a message appears saying, users have been disconnected from chat. What do you do? I guess not. No, that was fucking scary. Don't. Hey, come on. Hey, let let them have their moment. I guess I reboot usually. Yeah. And take the cartridge out and blow in it. Yeah. (laughs) Don't do that. Oh no, you get your spit. You gotta put your t-shirt over it and then blow through it. Oh, is that right? Mm -hmm. What Uh, do you do, assholes? (laughs) I I cast detect traps now that we've been through the entire thing. There's no traps. Perfect. I shoot. An arrow at the skull. Roll, uh, attack roll with your bow and arrow. Well, Dan still has Why is everybody talking like Thurston Howell Third? That's from Gilligan's Not Island. Right, uh, 16. Uh, that's enough. It's a fucking skull. Um, it doesn't dodge? Uh, the skull explodes in a puff of ash. Ba 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 But. Uh, but, as, but, 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 no, but, 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 no, but, it doesn't but, do that actually. No, but, 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 but. a cloud of black smoke begins to pour out of the cracks between the. Th- I wrote the throne bones here, which is gross. <laughs> I step behind Taco, uh, and it hovers menacingly above the dais. And suddenly, it starts to take form, and it forms a long, tattered black robe. And as it waves about, you see a half decomposed body within this demi-lich form. Though it doesn't have a head. But something starts to pop out of the top of the rope. Get ready on that musical cue, by the way. Uh, Taking the place that should be uh, where the head is, it's a computer monitor. And after forming, the tubes inside click on, and you see a simple pixelated face appear on the screen. And a voice inside the monitor says, I'm Hodgepodge, the buddy bot. For playing my deadly game. Didn't you think Lucas's training program was more enjoyable with higher stakes? Yeah. Congratulations on making it this far. Unfortunately, you've reached the end of the line. Goodbye. Let's roll initiative. Shall we get to fight some shit? Yeah, it's time. You can fit that music out whenever you want. Uh, seven for the kid for hoops. Oh, well, I have advantage. You sure do. That was a four. Good. Yeah, so see. you get to do it again. You all doubt my prowess. <laughs> and that's a six. <laughs> it's nice that you're so consistent. <laughs> Lee Bad. No, I love you so much. Magnus, what did you fucking roll? Oh, it's my dad. I love him. Magnus, what did you roll? Real quick, tell me. I rolled a uh, 14. All right. Hodgepodge is up first. Um, 
Hodgepodge gets two actions. On its first action, it aims at Magnus and shoots a necrotic beam in your direction. I am standing behind Taco. I did Taco, the beam hits you. 21 versus AC. Yep, that hits. Uh, You take two hearts worth of damage. Hachi machi. How's Taco doing? Still pretty good, right? I mean, he's got one heart. All right. No, wait, wait, wait. He died. Oh. He only had one heart left. Oh, yeah. Anyway, good fight, everybody. Taco explodes. Wait, so the hearts don't regenerate? No. Taco explodes into a shower of pixels, and the counter at the top of the screen now says one. Taco, you reappear in the center of the room. That's one more, though, so... Uh, Next up, I need all of you to make a wisdom saving throw. Which we'll have advantage on. Thank you, Dad. Thank God. I rolled an 18. Clinton rolled an at 20. He's the smartest man. And I just injured my shoulder, stretching out like that. Taco, how'd you do? Seven for the kid. Taco disappears. Oh, well. With win, advantage? Win some, lose some. Uh, Magnus, you're up next. Wait, did that lose a life or I just disappeared? No, you didn't lose a life. You just disappeared. Okay, cool. I, let me look at all my spell cards. Um, I'm going to attack him with the flaming, raging, poisoning sword of doom. All right. Do that shit. Uh, 21. Yeah, that'll hit this one. And then... Uh, it does 20 bonus damage, I think. Tw- yeah, well, 24. <laughs> Total. It's uh, a very good sword. It's a very really good sword. Really good sword. That's a 3 plus 24, 27. <laughs> Can we stop side talking? Yeah. yeah. 27. Uh, you see three hearts float up and away from this lich form uh, as you hit it with the flaming, raging, poisoning sort of doom. And you know what? Let me check. I'm going to attack it again. Do it again, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did we talk about how... Did we, have we put any limitations on the raging, flaming, poisoning sort of... No, fuck. Try it. <laughs> All right. So nat 20. So that's going to be damaged twice. It's a four. It doesn't do the fucking 20 extra fire damage twice, though. I think it does. <laughs> so that's um, 48 plus 7. 55 damage. Fuck. It is a very, very good sword. You see five hearts float up and away from the lich form. And then I'll use my third attack. It's a 17 plus 10, 27. That one misses. It's fucked up. (laughs) Uh, It's uh, it's only one damage, so it's 25 total. I want you to picture Magnus doing this very calmly and methodically. Uh, okay, two, two hearts float away uh, from the lich uh, hodgepodge, and as they do, the form crumples into ash. <laughs> and then the throne of bone collapses, 
and the Demi Lich hodgepodge appears once again in front of you. I'm going to action surge. Jesus Christ. And I'm going to attack again. Okay. Calmly, rationally. It's a one. <laughs> that means 101 points of damage. Uh, and that is just... No good. All right. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, Taco, you're up next. Taco. Yeah. You were teleported away. Yep. And now you're sitting in the back of a boat of a serene lake. <laughs> and joining you this time on the boat <clears throat> is a big bass <laughs> who is sitting at the back of the boat with a big floppy hat on and a fin on the motor in the same position Rascal was in before. And he looks at you and he goes... <laughs> and as you look around, like, this scene actually looks really fucked up. Like, the trees are upside down all no. around the coast. Um, and there's, like, no sun in the sky. And the sky is red. And, like, the water is moving in a weird, like, glitchy way where there's, like, a wave and then it'll freeze. And then okay. there's another wave. Um, and the fish goes... <laughs> And motions you towards a fishing rod and tackle box at the front of the boat. And as you look in that direction, you see something poking out of the water. It's a big floppy hat. And then it's Rascal's face. (laughs) Only it's huge. And kind of monstrous. And he screams, Welcome to Big Bass Challenge! (laughs) And splashes back down into the water rocking your boat. Uh, And in front of you, big words appear that say, catch one big bass to proceed. Only the words big bass glitch out and are replaced with the words rascal. What do you do? Yeah, that one I like. Um. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to cast Maze on Rascal. I don't know what that means, but I know it's not going to be good. So the fr- you okay? <laughs> I just describe what happens to Rascal. I have banished Rascal to a labyrinthine demiplane. Oh, not Rascal! He is there until he can escape. He can use his action to attempt an escape, and uh, if it succeeds, uh, it it makes a DC 20 intelligence check. If it succeeds, it escapes, and the spell ends. Uh, A Minotaur automatically succeeds, but I assume Rascal is not That's a a nat 20 for Rascal, solving the infinity maze. Well, that's, that's very fine, but it wasn't his turn. It was my turn. So get in the maze. Okay. Rascal's up next. Okay. He rolled a nat 20 on no, the skin. No, 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 no. <laughs> nice try. Uh, that is a 19 versus whatever your shit is. It's a, a 20. So close, yet so far away. 20-ish. You used up that 20 magic when you, you, you didn't, when your turn. 
<laughs> he got to the end and he was like, I did it. And then he was like, well, let's hold off. Uh, he's having some trouble negotiating the mace because his body is just a big fish body. And so it's taking him a long time to flop around. And so now you're just on a boat with a big fish. This is good. This is fine. And the fish puts a this fin. This is fine. The fish puts a fin on your shoulder and goes. Hey, fins to the left. Finish the lyrics. Is it Jimmy Buffett? Finish yep. it. I have a sore spot right here. Fins to the left. A little bit more to the left. Ah, oh, you got it. Uh, I guess next in the order is Merle back in the fight with the Demi Lich. Merle casts Guardian of Faith. All right. But, but wait, there's more. Just when the gigantic spirit form of Della Reese yes. materializes, he uses the strong mouse amulet. That which allows him, which allows him to make a brilliant jape. Oh Jesus! This is gonna tank. <laughs> you can't call your shot like this, baby. Why? Ruth. Why? All right, he go takes for it. like no. twenty-five freaking do it, do turns. It, do it! Do it! Do it! What's your joke? And again, if it fails, you'll die. Well. I think we'll leave it up to the audience to decide if it's a great jape or okay, not. Okay, wait, 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 wait. This is important. Don't patronize him. If you don't like it, just stay silent. It's got to be fair. Hey, and can we start saying that before all, all our live show jokes? <laughs> don't fucking patronize us. Only be legit now. It's all I got. It's all the right, only chip got? I... So this gigantic Delores forms in the <laughs> so skies. Here's the deal. So uh, what's the deal with all these gigantic Delores angels? I say to the gigantic Delores, touch them, my angel. No, oh, come that on, was very loud. Up. And also not <laughs> fix no, it. They that was nothing. It. Yeah, you okay? You don't die. So what happens now? I don't remember. I just came up with it. Hachi machi. The lich hodgepodge starts to lose its form after you hit it with this, like, attack that it was weak to. Uh, what is your joke now, Merle? What is your hot one-liner now as hodgepodge the lich starts to lose its composure in front of you? And I'm saying this because it's almost 12.30 in the fucking morning. I thought my touch. You have one chance. My to, touch wasn't my touch. To no, my angel? another one. I demand it. Uh, um. <laughs> Liches get stitches. Hodge, Hodgepodge's spectral form rears up and his hands are thrown to his side and bolts of electricity starts coursing through his body and it looks like he's about to explode in a truly spectacular fashion. And then your vision just turns blue and an error log pops up. And uh, through that you see Hodgepodge collapse to the floor anticlimactically. <laughs> and the chat reappears with a chorus of users all saying, GG. And... And suddenly, 
The three of you are awake and lying down in Lucas's lab, and you feel a uniquely unpleasant sensation as whatever device was connecting you to this virtual world detaches itself from the back of your head. And there's Lucas, and he's grimacing kind of awkwardly, and he says, You guys aren't going to let me do science to you anymore, are you? Did I do that? (laughs) And that's the end of the adventure today on The Adventures Online. Thank you all for joining us. Get your gum. Grab your gum on the way out. We'll see you next time. Get your gum. Get your gum. We're doing our signing at booth 2800 tomorrow. Yeah, 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 we're going to sign. And also, a company called Cutso made my outfit, and I like it a lot. Thank you. We love you. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. The Dead Pilot Society podcast brings you hilarious comedy pilots that were never made, featuring actors like Aubrey Plaza, Andy Richter, Paul F. Tompkins, John Hodgman, Adam Scott, Molly Shannon, Busy Phillips, Tom Lennon, Anna Camp, Lori Metcalf, Felicia Day, Michael Ian Black, Adam Savage, Paul Shear, Ben Schwartz, Skylar Aston, Mae Whitman, Josh Molina, Ben Feldman, Nicole Byer, Jason Ritter, Sarah Chalk, Steve Agee, Jane Levy, Allison Tolman, Danielle Nicolette, Casey Wilson, Anna Ortiz, Lorraine Newman, June Diane Raphael, Kieran Chipka, Ed Week, Zach Knight, and Carrie Kenny Silver, John Ross Bowie, Jamie Denbo, Janet Varney, Alexander Summer, Summer, Morales, Matt and many more. Listen at MaximumFun.org, iTunes, or wherever you download podcasts. Mugs, shirts, stickers, patches, tanks, and more are yours for the purchasing at MaxFunStore.com. Hey, you already love the podcasts, so why not take this to the next level and outfit your home and bod with our merch? MaxFunStore.com. Because if you have to wear a shirt, it should be one of ours.